Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Waypoint UK podcast. We're now on episode 12, a whole dirty dozen of these things. My name is Mike Diver, and I'm joined today for something of an E3 2017 preview show by Steve Burns has come back. Hello, Hello. Steve Burns. You, you made that sound bad. It's come back. You know, like, it, it's come back. I invite it, you It's back. back. Like, how do I sort this again? Do I have yeah. to tell anyone about this? Like, mm, you know. Do you have to tell your, ta- your, your accountant that you're here? Yeah, I mean... Hey, hey, who's the other guy? What will the tax be? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and Tom Reagan is Hello. here for the first time. Have I said you? I, I, did, I forgot to. Regan. Regan, sorry. Know, the president's I, ruined my name forever. Oh, I'm just kind of rolling with it. Regan, see what happens. Uh, Regan, Regan, Regan. Uh, who is uh, from all kinds of places yes. joining us for the first time? We're, 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 I mean, yes, you're a freelance games writer for those who don't know. Where can people read your stuff right now, right uh, this minute? In Gadget, Trusted Reviews. Uh, a bunch of other places, Red Bull. Oh, I'm a, I lurk, you know. I lurk other around. energy drinks are available. Um, but but yeah, well, we uh, want to talk about E3 a little bit because obviously this is the biggest event on the gaming calendar. He says who gritted teeth and, and you've got experience of being there, Steve. And Tom, you're going this time for the first time, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, um... You're smiling now. <laughs> <laughs> is Is this... <laughs> You're looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, for me, it's kind of like, uh, it's been like gaming Christmas. I'm uh, only partly ashamed to admit that I spent many years uh, staying up late with a few beers and some mates watching mm. all the conferences. So uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty excited to finally finally get out there. Finally go there. And Steve, you're going back this year, but you've been there before in various guises. Obviously, okay. previously you were a video gamer. Yeah. You know, when you see someone who's young, eager, happy... Like Tom here, it upsets me. You know, it's <laughs> it's a good look, and uh, you know, I just can't do it anymore. Yeah. So yeah. we can't yeah. fake it, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you've been there, I've been there. So I thought it's a, you know, a good a good mix, a good dynamic to talk about what's coming up this year, what's potentially coming up this year, and just a little bit about the event itself. Really, I mean, first things first. If you, the listener at home, don't really know what E three is, it's, I mean. It's the one, isn't it, really, guys, I suppose? It's where the biggest announcements are made for the year. It's held in LA, as it's been every year. It hasn't always been in the conference center, has it? It's, no. it's moved around a little bit. But yeah, it's, it's, it's like, I mean, you, it's like, you know, it's what do you Christmas say, like a Christmas thing. Yeah, yeah it's like, is. you know, my, a lot of the bigger publishers, I mean, it's a place for big games, isn't it, more than anything else? You know, your smaller games don't tend to get much of a look in there was Unravel a couple of years ago where people went, oh, isn't that cute? Yeah. And then they played it and they forgot about the whole thing. Um, but, you know, it's mostly big games, right? Yeah, best thing to think about it is for E3, it's, it's mostly 
uh, all show, no go. Which means that you see a lot of it, but uh, really, if you actually want to play anything, my goodness, you better know the PR. Or you better you better be ready to queue for hours. But I remember, a bit like Tom, like for, for years, it was, you know, it's, it's the thing. And uh, it's easy to affect this kind of, you know, cynicism about E3 and say, oh, well, you know. And there are many negative things about it that we'll get into in a minute. But it still has that excitement value, especially, you know, old man bones. In video game magazines, of course, that news was, you know, a month out of date. Yeah. But it's fantastic. So you'd, you'd wait for E3. Now you don't have to wait. Now, as you said, Tom, you can, you can stay up. You can watch it. You can uh, you can see uh, the you know single player bit of Call of Duty that no one's going to play uh, at Microsoft or whoever's got it this year. So, but it really is an experience uh, yeah. because not a lot works. Everything's overpriced. There's too many people there, and you see the games for about three minutes. But it's part of the magic. Yeah, that's the magic. I, I it's remember... like it is a theme park. It, yeah. it, just imagine a theme park for video games with everything good and bad that that implies. And you'll you'll definitely be there. Made you any more excited for it, Tom? <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got appointments. He can literally walk past people. He's like, got He's going to do That's Wayne's bit, World. Yeah. He's going to have the lanyard out. Going, listen, guys, come this on. Now. The, the worst thing of last year was that I completely failed to get a Nintendo appointment, Oof. and Zelda obviously was the big thing. And I just walked to, to my whatever the fuck I was seeing. <laughs> at, no offense to all those other games, which were, you know, I saw some good stuff last yeah. year. I, in fact, last year at E3, for some unknown, still unknown reason, I was a judge. They have a little thing. Judges Week, I was, right? I, was, I didn't do Judges Week, though. I judged on at the time. What? And it was like Secondary added, judge. added into the mix or something. Are you a linesman? You're E3's <laughs> yeah, linesman? I'm, I'm the video referee or something. <laughs> but um, they're the, the referring stuff to me. But yeah, so I saw like, you know, I played Mafia 3 before people had played it. Ooh. Like there was like hands off stuff. That made you feel good. I got it? to play it. But like even then, I was like, I just want to play Zelda. And I felt really bad about like <laughs> the way this, you even said it. Then the this, sadness in your voice. Now you've played it for like two hundred hours. Oh yeah, no, and it's fucking marvelous. I mean, I've played an hour of Mafia Three since that came out. So I mean, that yeah. shows you how yeah. that breakdown was. But I mean, just I mean, you mentioned it's like a theme park kind of thing. I mean, previous guest of the uh, UK podcast. In fact, on the last on the Max Payne one with you, Ed Smith, um, he said, you know. His question to me before this was like, who's E3 for now? Is it for punters? Mm. Is it for players? Because it used to be just like, go do meetings, see new games, buy new games for new systems. You know, it used to be a proper kind of trade expo, didn't it? And now it's this circus of things popping and flashing and stuff. I mean, it's very much about, you know, who's got the biggest dick effectively waving (laughs) around with the most exclusives hanging off the end, isn't it? I think that one of the, it very much used to be like I said, in the magazine era or, you know, just after that, it was for trade and then you'd get a few people. But then, of course, you have to, or to get into it before, you used to have to have a a site or accreditation. Mm -hmm. And so, and even in the years I was going, it wasn't open to the public, but... You know, you see guys in there, you know, you see people in there like Weed Gamer or whatever. You know, they've got a site and they blag some review <laughs> code. Yeah, and that's subscribers fine. Subscribers are huge. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. Weed Gamer. Can they work at Vice now? Sorry? Gamer. Can they work at Vice now? Weed well, exactly. Well, well, yeah, st- yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, look yeah. at that. It's your first, you've been that on the podcast for less than, <laughs> less than seven minutes. You might never come back. <laughs> but you know what? Is I, I won't begrudge it from getting bigger and having more people because... It, like for a lot of people, it is this. It's this, public now, which is yeah. yeah, yeah. But the, but select public can come. I think it was like was it thirty thousand tickets? The, the, the early bird tickets, like, like you know. 
But I'm, I'm fine with it because it was always rammed anyway. And if you're part of the media, as I was saying, you'll have accreditation, you'll have appointments, you'll know the people who are running various stuff. So you can, a lot of the times you'll just, someone will see you and they've probably been drinking with you in a bar or whatever and they'll go, oi! Mm. And then they'll pull you into whatever And because, you know, you're on a list basically. Yeah. But um, one thing I will say is that in the first instance, it's really overwhelming. I mean, you, you know, imagine the seafront if you were in Britain. You're like, oh, do you know when you go and you see, you know, play like Time Crisis? There was Outrun and all those games. You're like, there's a lot of games here. You know, there's a lot of noises. A lot oh, I of, see like, it, the arcade at the seafront. Yeah, the ar- thinking, exactly. Well, just like Blue Rinse, bro. Yeah, like, there's Listen, loads of old There wasn't just Time Crisis <laughs> knocking around yeah. on the seafront. Come on, have some yeah. imagination. Anyway, yeah. it's like that, you know, to the absolute max. Yeah. Like everywhere, you, you can't look anywhere without it just being completely sated, basically. Without your senses. Yeah. yeah. I remember Big screens and one year I went and Konami. Free shit. Yeah, yeah, Konami had made Mother Base or part of it. And I was like, fuck me, how much did that cost? And that is basically yeah. a question that will run through your mind for a lot of it. Like, well, that was probably a lot of the reason that the budget of Metal Gear 5 was so Listen, I'm not going to talk. I can't talk about that anymore. But, yeah. um, but I, you can't really begrudge anyone from wanting to go and do it. And I think it's a natural move to have the public actually the public without them having to jump through hoops. Now they've got to jump financial hoops, but you know. Yeah. Uh, because there's so much other stuff. You've, you know, EA Play was there a couple of years of ago. Course, yeah. So when I went to see EA's conference, it was, you know, it was at the old um, Oscars building. And so you go there and you're like, shit, this is where Jack Nicholson pissed. Maybe. I don't know. He probably Presumably, did. He was here a lot. Punched through a door. You know, maybe. but you've got Bethesda doing early stuff. You've got all yeah. these guys. So it, it makes sense. Yeah. And if you want people to go there and just, you know, have a good time and be part of the E3 thing, good and bad, what's wrong yeah. with that? I mean, yeah, you say like a lot of shows happen before the show itself starts. We, yeah. We've got our Microsoft, we've got our Sony, they do stuff. Obviously, Nintendo will do their directs they do now. Um, last year, I was at the EA one. Uh, which, which is when they really showed off Battlefront and the air got really thick with weed because they had like... <laughs> See, snooze, I told uh, you they were there. A like... in that there. <laughs> just, just shameless. Just like lighting up, playing <laughs> no, away. Now Battlefront's like, on the we're, Yeah, we're like, exactly. Like, respect this. Look at this accurate World War One stuff and there's Snoop Dogg, like, you know, just playing with a massive Oh, so you were that... And who else was there? Was it... Um... There was a bunch of celebs and I don't think... Jamie like, Foxx was there. Jamie Foxx was yeah, there. Because yeah, yeah. his eyes were uh, pretty red. So yeah. Uh, some people were, were baking backstage, yeah. definitely. Amazing. Um, and yeah, there was a Bethesda thing that uh, lo- I'm pretty sure it was Bethesda. Loads of people were queuing up to get into it, and Blink 182 played it. Yeah, and stuff. yes. Yeah. But that same night at E3, I went for dinner with some other journalists and some people from PlayStation, and we went to a restaurant, and two thirds of Green Day were there. So oh. even though I didn't see Blink 182, I still got my kind of. You know, no, right? You used to have a Wikipedia page as a uh, music journalist, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, and then yeah. I started gaming. Your friends they, of all they right? got rid of it, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure I ever interviewed Green Day. Um, <laughs> But but I, and I didn't go. The weird thing was like obviously some people were with me like oh there's Billy Joe Armstrong I'll go get my picture with him. I'm like if I just came out for dinner I wouldn't want to be bothered. I don't know. He'll fucking bat you, man. It was a bit Maybe. weird. I don't know. It was a bit weird. But um, yeah. I mean, what I got out of E3 last year was obviously that's this, this kind of like rush of things, and you're kind of seeing the next six months, I suppose, effectively yeah. laid out before you. For the most part, there's certain publishers, certain companies that don't bother with it. Like even if Red Dead was this year. Rockstar don't give a fuck about E3, right? They, they're not going to really do much around it. No. Um, there'll be some games that just don't pop onto the radar this year, but we might as well talk about stuff that will yeah. a little bit. 
and I've conveniently made notes so I can remember what's uh, supposed to be really? coming this year. You know, I'm 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 a fit. I'm 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 good. I plan. Um, Microsoft is the um, company that's actually got some some hardware. Does anyone care about? The so-called Project Scorpio in the room. I mean, I don't know if you saw the uh, Digital Foundry big reveal. Oh, I did. I watched yeah. a lot, and I didn't understand yeah. half of it. Honestly, it wasn't until they just said this is X times more powerful than that. I think they just kept repeating it's about four times better, and that was yeah. all I understood from the entire thing. So I'm hoping we see more than the kind of ten seconds of Forza footage we saw, which looked pretty. But yeah, you know. I mean, it's not the sexiest thing to show it off with, is it? Oh, well, I say is that, that as always as good, though, doesn't it? Like, Shiny cars, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. It's easier to do photo real cars than it is photo real people, right? Of course it is. Yeah, of course it is. Yeah. Tom, are you doing the Microsoft conference? I am. Yeah, so you get conference Monday, or it used to be. Now that some of them have shifted around, it's the same day as Bethesda one, I think this year. But I mean, that's an interesting thing. Are Sony and Microsoft on the same day this year? No, they're, they're not. different. Yeah, the Microsoft gone back a day to Sunday then. Yeah, I think they're on the Sunday. I mean, it's interesting what you said about Metal Gear having huge booths and stuff because obviously being someone who's watched it at home, all I've seen get bigger are the stage shows and the actual stages mm. and all the props they use. Just mm. like, you know, it's a massive pissing contest. Like Microsoft's last year was ridiculous. Sony uh, borrowed Nintendo's orchestra from before and had the whole <laughs> cool screen thing. And, I was uh, at it. Well, you I, was are, at, I was at that Sony the presentation. Yeah, it felt like uh, it's pretty loud in there. That was pretty epic, though. I did like the way they do that. Like, you know, it's yeah. is it still at the, the Galen Center, the Microsoft one. Uh, so, yeah, I don't remember. To be honest, it's, it's in a big spreadsheet of stuff of fear. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That's in fairness. So, I know that Sony's have moved because Sony's used to be next door to the, used to be uh, the University. Coliseum. Yeah, yeah, which is really good because they used to have like I forget what it's called, but I've been there twice. I went there twice last year to that. You're a terrible that person. Theater. Yeah, but uh, they used to have like a proper tailgate party and everything. So you'd go in there, and it was you know there'd be loads of food and, and like beers, and it was really nice. It was nice mm. and communal because a lot of E3 is very fragmented. Yeah. Oh, pre the Sony one last year, they had like you know a, a big social space just for yeah. a couple of and bars it's nice to just you know yeah, it was see someone back. and say oh what are you looking forward to seeing yeah yeah it wasn't the, didn't feel very formal or anything yeah. not, not until we got in there and it was like you must sit here yeah. <laughs> the gaming centre is great you, if you, that's where it still is first you have to queue in like 2000 degree heat to get in but once you're in it's nice there's no internet so don't think about doing any work um and those are the best places yeah if you've got an excuse and i was in there when they uh revealed the price of the uh, xbox one and it's literally a very just, sharp just, just, intake just of breath hundred dollars more wasn't yeah. it yeah someone actually went oh! <laughs> and I, was, I was just like oh my god how, what have they done like how have they done this but that's the best thing about e3 and tom that's exactly what you're that, that you can't really replicate the first time because the first time generally has those surprises and yeah. the rest of them are just echoes of it. So you'll get an announcement and someone will say something or do something and they'll, those yeah. will become your kind of defining It'll be like E3 that memories. Theresa May, Jeremy Corbyn thing of the other night where there'll just be some guy in the audience but that guy will be next to you just going, that's bollocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. That is bollocks. For anyone, someone will be on a live stream yeah, going, yeah. I'm slightly I've got worried to, I've got to apologize I overly excited and become a meme though if they announce something incredible. <gasps> you could be the guy crying shit. at Final Fantasy yeah. 7. That could be me. That could be that you. Oh my goodness. You Don't let it just, be Just sit there going, but you can't even be too stern faced because they'll be like, well, that's stern faced, man. you got to be yeah. like, hmm. you got to, you know, nod. Yeah. you got to, hmm, when, you know, necessary. But even when much. they, they yeah. say like, you know, yeah. a classic gaming franchise brought back <laughs> 
for a new generation. You're like, oh yeah, yeah, go on, go on, go on. And they're like, Zool returns. You're like, like, oh yeah. Yeah, that guy. I didn't meet. Yeah, it's fantastic, wasn't it? Yeah, Commodore is back. Anyway, um, so, I mean, you took a good point regarding prices because presumably Microsoft will probably use E3 to say this is 500 bucks or something. That was the launch price for the Xbox One, wasn't it? Minus a dollar, 499. Oh, but it, it just was. just made me just made me laugh. Sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean they've they've got to. It's nice to to be able to just see it like not as a like a critic or a journalist or whatever to actually to be able to see it from another perspective now. So yeah, it's going to be really interesting. I think they've got to get this right. When the Xbox One was revealed, I was at a Bethesda event in the middle of nowhere. And it was at some like country manor or something. And they were like, okay, so we know that really they had a showcase. We're like, but we can't expect you not to watch it. So fair play to Bethesda, they set up yeah. one of these grand rooms um, to make everyone watch it. And it was the, you know, the TV, 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 TV one. And you just got these British games journalists going, what the fuck is going on here? And this <laughs> like Don Matrick came out and went, oh my. And it finished. And there was just this dumbfounded silence in the room. It's like, Oh, and then that just continued in the first E3 that I was there, in the second, and it just felt that they didn't have a handle, Microsoft, yeah, on anything. Uh, they were kind of in the situation that Sony were in when they had PS3, and they were just giving it the big one constantly. Did which, have the really nice dog from Call of Duty though, which kind of saved it at the end. That was that was pretty amazing. Just yeah. I, I went out to see Call of Duty Ghosts. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Like, yeah, the dog. That's the, one, the, that start, that's the yeah. one that starts with space explosions, isn't it? I don't think yeah. I got beyond Mo- that. Moonraker. Yeah. Moonraker, Moon yeah. yeah. Um, but they've got to get it right, I think, is, is the point. And I think it's going to be a really good year, especially for Tom, for the, the first year there, to get in there. And they've got to, they've got to go big. Because specs may do it for, you know, the people who are in the room and live streaming mm. it. But, you know, what the... The real gross numbers that they need. I mean, are they going to go, oh, yeah, the teraflops? And someone in the street's going to go, what the fuck is a teraflop? Yeah, don't care. Show me the games. Which, I mean, I, you know, I did some poking around. You look is this at, a you, confession? You know, well, maybe later. Like, Sony last year hit a whole bunch of new stuff that we're going to see more of, you know, God of War, Days Gone. Dad of War. Dad of War, exactly. <laughs> like, Microsoft, and, may, and you're talking about like, I think I think they've had a problem as well with all this kind of Windows 10 integration. You can play it here, you play it there. So like, obviously, there's shit tons of different specs going on, and like maybe that makes development a bit harder for people. I'm not entirely sure, but like, if you want to play this crop, you know, they're constantly trying to push this cross-platform agenda, aren't they? Where does that leave their games now? What are they going to show in terms of new games? Like, what have you heard, Tom, on the proverbial grapevine for what Microsoft might show off? Well, I, mean, I think Crackdown Three and Sea of Thieves are pretty much a given at this point. They are, but like we I mean, know about them already, yeah, don't we? They're I mean, not exciting now. I mean, there was an interesting rumor. Well, I guess it's actually a fact that they, uh, the Microsoft, renewed their Scalebound's trademark. I mean, I'm not sure if that's just housekeeping or if they found someone else to. Uh, pick up uh, Platinum's mess but um, because to be honest I think Microsoft just have to actually hit hard with the exclusives because there's not really a lot coming out but what have they got I mean they got Forza yeah Forza so we'll probably see some more of that realistic chances of any more Halo at E3 I mean, they'll probably show a tease of something small. But you think they'll finish a conference with like a you know two minute cinematic or something yeah something nonsense they did that they've done that before everyone went 
I think it was Guardians, you know, when he's in the cloak in the desert. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yes! Yeah. I was like, oh my, how do I get to the next yeah. one from here? But, it's, I... but it's, their, it's their biggest thing, isn't it? Halo, it's got to be. Still? They need a new IP. I mean, Sea of Thieves is a good start. I think that looks pretty cool, actually. I'm excited for that. It's um, one of these things that you can only really get the most out of with pals, though, isn't it? Yeah. And, yeah. Like, it's not... I nearly said it's not because I don't have any pals, but really that's why it is. <laughs> but you know, I don't... There aren't many multiplayer games that I enjoy. And the ones where you actually have to communicate with people who aren't in the room, I feel really weird about. I feel really like self-conscious. Even if I'm there on my own. So you I'm talk talking like into my Division TV. trailer from Ubisoft. and like, all right, I get the Tango here, Echo Bravo there. And I get <sighs> fully into it. Oh, that's like the way they were selling um, Ghost Recon. Like, yeah. you know, all these people working together, and of course, you actually play with people, and it's like everyone's just like making dick jokes and fucking. I saw like Ghost Recon. I saw Ghost Recon behind closed doors, and it was one of the most interesting things that I'd seen. Probably the well in the top three of that year because it just had so much promise mm. at that point. And even though it was canned, it fuck, came out. <laughs> yeah. No, I didn't hate it. Like, yeah. well, I hated aspects of it, yeah. but yeah, it's another one of those things. I think Tom are absolutely right. Is that they need. Uh, and I, it, it, they either need really strong IP or they need the absolute easiest but still flexible hardware. Yeah. The PS4 approach is that, yeah, we've got some cool stuff. We've got Bloodborne. We've got all this stuff that we can, you know, wheel out. But Microsoft just, you know, much as I love them for the 360, and I do think that, you know, that holds mm. a very close place in my heart next to the Mega Drive, is that it's just, they've stagnated a bit. And then they just went for this crazy thing with Xbox One, which wouldn't play in any territory, you know, but America, basically. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah, you can watch ESPN. It's like, guess what, motherfucker? Great. I don't have ESPN. Yeah. And neither does anyone else. Also, here. if I wanted that, I have other means of getting exactly. that. Exactly. I'd know. go to ESPN.com. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it's, yeah, I mean, you know, obviously they botched it with the TV thing. And, the, and, you know, the hangover of that lasted until last year, even with, you know, Quantum Break came out very much as a game that was clearly from that era. Yeah. But they've got to be sure. I think with the biggest mistake that they made is that they, they had this, you know, like a Steam-style family sharing mm-hmm. uh, thing. They had this DRM system, which may or may not have This been. is even when they were talking about having no discs, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. And it could have been one of those where you... You know, if you had a game and I wanted to play, give me twenty four hours after so I would love that. I would mm. love that. And then the the blowback on it was just so crazy that I think they lost their nerve and they went, okay, we'll just just make it a slightly less powerful PS4. Yeah, and that was the wrong call. So I think now the uh, Scorpio stuff is just assuming fun. it's even officially called that. I mean, is that it still surely the... won't be called. No, Scorpio. that's just got to be a code name. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I was saying like that. Someone pointed out that Scorpio is the zodiac sign covering late October to late November, right? That feels like a good release window for a new console, doesn't it? So, is Dude, that... it's been years. It's been years. Stop reading the tea leaves like that. It's no, crazy. no, 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 no. But, like, you know, <laughs> if you're, if you're going to launch a console, that's a good time. Yeah, to, we're going to call it Scorpio that. because in two years' time, we're going to. Re- what what about the shipping yeah, channels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, don't worry about it. I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> that's Mystic Mike's prediction. He's I, got nails. I'm Mystic me. Yeah, um, I don't know. That. I, yeah. I, you know what? I really hope that Microsoft have a really good E3 because I think every, you know, everyone is stronger when the person who's really dominated the year before, or the, sorry, the generation before, comes in and it's mm. like, okay, we're going to do it like this. So Sony, I was at the Sony PS4 kind of reveal at E3. It was great. They played it for laughs, the sharing of the games, yep. you know. Um, I thought, fantastic. That's how it really should be. 
you know, if you're going to take a piss out of yourself, for goodness sake. And I think that... But when you're in the position where you can do that, obviously it's good, you know, but, when, but, when you're the second but the, second place in the market. But know, when it was revealed, they, you know, they work as Xbox 360, it's... Uh, it, not technically one, you know, yeah. you can argue for and against and a bit of a stalemate there. Exactly. But it the, did the, late, the, the, the later right? stages yeah. of that generation, though, I mean, if you look at the sales figures, boring though they are, they're, they're pretty even, Steve. Yeah. And you've got to say, at the tail end, you were getting more interesting, cool new stuff on PlayStation. Perhaps going into the PS4, you know, yeah. you weren't getting a game like The Last of Us on Xbox. You, you just weren't no, getting that no. experience. Much I loved it, you, you know, yeah. that wasn't that wasn't the case, no. But how is Sony going to do, Mike? How is well this year? I mean, I I don't know what they're what again what what new things they might show. I mean, have they got something else? Do you think maybe a little tease? I've not seen any rumors or ripples of new IPs or anything. They're well, wink, wink if you need to. No, I, well I ha- well I haven't. I mean, th- they'll show more. Of Insomniac Spider Man, which we saw hardly any of last year. When well, that, that's been really quiet, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah. but I mean, the but film's coming out this film's year. Film's definitely going to come out this year. So you're going to have that um, Final Fantasy VII remake potentially. Well, I mean, seems the weird thing about quiet. that is that you hear about Square just moving that in house because it's actually being developed by a studio called Cyber Connect randomly. They outsourced sure it. Cyber Connect. They made That's like a fucking dating agency, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> they made like the dot hack games and some kind of mid okay. budget. Uh, PS2 RPGs. I think Square suddenly gone shit. This isn't going to come out unless so, we take control of it. Yeah, okay. and they only ever show the start of that game. So unless they're doing some serious crunch time, I think we'll see something very small in that. I think that's a long way off that game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is, is, is it is it optimistic to think after the tears of previous years that we might see more Shenmue? I've, well, I think. Or is that, that game? I don't know if that game's uh, even going to ever happen. <laughs> we'll we see an HD remaster of the two before it. Easy money, like, before it comes out, they can ship that out, it'll be fine. The mm. HD remaster has been finished for years, though. So I hear. Shenmue? Yeah, for uh, Shenmue and. Uh, I wouldn't the be surprised. It, but apparently, yeah. it very like it has. It's like the GoldenEye remaster yeah. has just been done, but there's so many issues with licensing. We saw with Alan Wake the other day that yeah. anything, you know, not the Shenmue really has that sort of thing, but. There, yeah, I think that Sony, Sony are in a difficult position this year. I feel because they're in the they're in the middle ground. They're not. Well, I don't know. I've not seen it. Maybe they'll kill it. But sticking or twisting. So, you know, I'd heard that because traditionally Microsoft would go first, so you'd go to see them in the morning, and then Sony would have, you know, the two or three different variations of what they would say depending on what had been said. At the previous, so you'd have Microsoft, then you'd have EA and Ubisoft. So you actually didn't just go from one into the other. You had like a few hours, so you can imagine them running around feverishly, going, "Okay, well they've said this." Like politically, basically. Yeah, so I think that Sony are actually in the more difficult position because they're in the lead. They've got so much goodwill. Microsoft know what they need to do. Sony now are thinking, "Okay, you know." Well, Sony got the small matter of. Regarding sticking or twisting, of what the hell to do with VR, aren't they? That's going to be huge, I think. If if there's no, it's like Vita. It's like if there's no uh, in previous years. Yeah, not not this year. I mean, if, <laughs> if, 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 if there's not a big VR push this year, if we don't see that visibly from a consumer perspective, is that Sony saying maybe we'll just leave this alone now? Have you got it's one? Have you got, I've got PS. Yeah, got I've got one. So what, so what do you want to say? Like, I mean. Uh, 
I'm just I feel like it at the moment it's it's got huge potential, but I need to see more games like Resident Evil Seven because that's the first game that is a is a true game, as it were, mm. that you can play on VR. It's not just a kind of small bespoke experience. And at the end of the day, like you have to buy the camera to make it work. And once you've got the move controllers and everything, it's like four hundred and thirty quid. It's basically yeah. a console. So I don't feel like well, I've it's got... a platform yeah. of it, in and of itself, really, isn't it? And like like you're saying, unless you're like even even Resi Seven America hates it if I say Resi 7. <laughs> uh, apparently they say R- like RE7 or something. It's, a different, it's like SNES and Super it, NES, right? Let's not get into that one. I couldn't believe that the NES, other day. NES. Anyone, right, just for the record, anyone who says Super NES, dead. Okay, just yeah. just stop it. Just Forget about stop it. it. Forget about it. But like, I mean, because Resi 7 was made obviously with VR in mind, but it's not a bespoke VR experience. It's not made exclusively for it. The advantage of it that it was that you could play the whole thing in VR. Unlike where we've seen things like here's Lara Croft, like here's like Tomb Raider, Rise of Tomb Raider, wasn't it? When Sony bolted on a VR bit. Tekken 7 is out uh, end of this week. Yeah. Uh, very, very soon. That's got a VR component, but it's again, it's tactical. Like Grand Turismo Sport. That's uh, got, hasn't that got a, like a VR thing? Oh, possibly. They've said there's some kind of VR support. Yeah. yeah which which could be. be incredible. Like that. Well, Drive Club VR made me sick. So, wow. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't, uh, I, I totally, I've seen, I think that know, they're in a bit of a bit of a pickle there. Yeah. I mean, I think they're going to do some kind of PS4 Pro, PSVR bundle, maybe slash the price on PSVR and try and get some games out because I think, why not? I mean, I, mean, I think I read something. Money is the <laughs> I mean, they, this is a thing. You're talking about a company with money to throw at people and go, for Christ's sake, give us something. Yeah. You know, give us something where all these people have invested in it. Like you say, like if you were to go up to the pro and you've got your, your hardware, then have half a dozen titles. Because Riggs didn't work, did it? Riggs didn't work for them. Like, uh, that they was, shut, they that shut that studio down. Exactly. It was yeah. the Cambridge one, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, hype, hype, hype. Here's Riggs. It's amazing. It's going to be awesome. And it worked fine, but no one played it that's never going to be played as a competitive thing there was that arena game that came out recently wasn't there like always coming out oh uh, yeah flying around in spaceships star yeah. blood or something i don't even know the name of it i genuinely played it a, a showcase thing and what did you think of that well it's fine but again no i don't want to play a game like this in vr i want to have something more le- less novelty i guess less it's just like this is a gimmicky thing and, and apart from resi 7 i don't think i've played that yet um, robinson went close to it but even that had problems yeah i mean i think they need some kind of if i was sony i'd get you know i mean oh dreams dreams is going to come oh, up. that's that's, coming, that's yeah. the kind of content i think is going to be really good for psvr like they so need they need a molecule isn't yeah it? that's their new thing yeah. and they still said very little about that yeah aside from it can do everything that's right because yeah. the last last time we saw it it was like i don't know how this works yeah but that's fine But for it's now. pretty. Yeah. 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 So I guess now is the explainer for that if they're in a position to do it. Yeah. They, yeah I think they need like a journey S title. They need like a really beautiful, weird thing that feels like a new genre for VR, not just like, I don't know, like a strange indie thing with an engrossing story or like something. Something a bit dreamlike, I think. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, either hyper realism or. Uh, you know, so hyperrealism doesn't work for me in VR. That yeah, kind of like when it's because it, it or, can't on Sony anyway. Yeah, no but I think that something that's like you're saying, someone something that has like a proper meaty single player component to it, something that feels like you're actually going somewhere and doing something that's not arena based or very gimmicky. Now it's difficult, but I think Resident Evil succeeded. Well, obviously, you know, full disclosure. You know, I've worked with Capcom on some things related to Resident Evil, but yeah. seven. But I think it succeeded in VR because it scared the shit out of people because mm-hmm. it worked the uh, the first person perspective 
worked with VR, obviously, and it didn't feel as slight or as lightweight as a lot of the experiences feel like. So I, yeah, I'd like to see something. I think like an episodic Life is Strange style game would be really cool for VR because you can't really play personally. I can't play VR for more than an hour without yeah. getting a hot head and just being done with it. <laughs> oh well, yeah, but even, even sweat on. Yeah, well, this exactly. is what people don't talk about. Like even before you get into any issues of motion sickness, you know, you've got that pressed against your face for a while. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's horrible. I mean, this is the wor- one of the worst things about expos and stuff is when you have to someone puts it on your head and you're like, oh my uh, god, how many people have had this on before? But don't me? they have the condoms, the VR condoms? Well, they, they give them a wipe, don't they? They give them. But there's things down. you know, like in America, you put a so, sheath over your head. What? Yeah, no, but no, like some. I mean, like, yeah, I mean, like depending on where you are, net or something. You know, in like in the US, there, you can pull out um, these things that go on the toilet seat. There's just like you know what you know that old fucking thing is like well, I think it's in the in between it's where he needs to go to the toilet. He pulls oh, he puts little bits out, down one by but one. There are these things that are already yeah, shaped yeah, like yeah. the. Well, you get them in this country as well. With well, maybe places. I've never, I've I've never know, used them. Oh, yeah. do we, Michael? Do we? But I mean, I just they, don't you get shoot. those for VR now. So you know, any responsible VR vendor will yeah. uh, they literally put one of those on for each new person. But so. even even not the sweat, like even from just at home, and everything's all right and feeling good. Like after an hour of it, I feel like I've been out drinking in the desert. I'm just like I'm yeah. a mess. I'm a heart. I don't know where I am. I got to just sit down and take a twenty yeah. minute break. Listen, speaking. Hold on, before we go on, speaking of toilets, that seems like the night, the, the natural segue. Natural <laughs> segue. <laughs> the, the toilets. Uh, at the convention center, they are like they're like portals to hell. Yeah, they are. They are so. It's like it's a, if you ever, ever wondered why Doom Guy is so poorly armed when he goes to hell, it's because he literally just walked into an E3 toilet and just warped there. It's so. And in America, they, they have the in the cubicles. There's the biggest gap between mm-hmm. the door oh, and yeah, the, the stall. You'll never shit in private. You could kick there, a football yeah. through that. Yeah. You could kick a field goal through the, the fucking. It Don't is football field goal. I know we're talking about America, but come on. Listen, a field. Goal. I actually meant soccer. Yeah, but, I know what you uh, meant. Then you change the game midway. Well, I mean, you could you could kick anything. God, it's kind of U-turns. It's that big. You can fit so many different sports in there. Exactly. Exactly. You get a boundary through there. But uh, they are bad. And I, <laughs> like, so the worst the worst toilet experience. And there, so a bit of advice is there. If you're at E3, have a always shit before you get in there. Wear a nappy. Definitely. Was, Definitely, but always uh, go upstairs. So you can go up to the second floor yeah. and they've got toilets up there and they're generally, you know... Never we, go near a food outlet. Yeah, and uh, by the media centre, there is a uh, there is a toilet and my goodness, you can smell it coming off. But I once walked in to the toilet and someone was in there and he was pissing and there was obviously a lot of people in there pissing and I kind of walked in and then there was on a tripod a camera which was pointing at the people pissing. And I, it wasn't on. It kind of struck me afterwards that the guy who was in there having a piss didn't want to leave his very expensive equipment which outside, makes, which makes, makes sense. perfect sense. But imagine walking in there and just seeing a row of people pissing. Yeah. And then there is a, just a video camera. Like, but surely this is like, exactly... Is this, the, is this the... Okay, just, just backing out immediately. This is exactly the kind of place, though, where you're going to be there just having a car just to... You know, just a good piss. You know, you've been running around for appointments. You need a piss, and like someone's trying to tell you about this new fighting game or something. You're like, uh-huh. look, look, that's great, that's great, that's great. I got to get there. Relief. And then someone comes in with a fucking camcorder, like it's your boy style. Yeah, still at E3 it, in the toilet. It might happen. And also, like, there are um, in some of the hotels. This happened to me. I went back to my own hotel room and uh, went into the bathroom, 
And uh, I don't. Some of the publishers have like agreements with. Uh, this sounds like it's going to go somewhere, but it's not. Um, <laughs> With uh, some of the hotels, you and there heard was a whirring sound in the wall, <laughs> and, and there was a uh, Sunset Overdrive like vinyl on the mirror, and so oh, the, like 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 uh, like a stick over, yeah, yeah. Okay. And so that that had happened, and it infuriated me to think that you know while I was out uh. running around at E3, someone, some poor bastard, was in my bathroom going, "Here's Sunset Overdrive." They'll like this Snuck when they get in. <laughs> me just going. So to- the price you paid for going out with the publisher was that you could never look at yourself. You oh had no, to, I, you had no, to just no I wasn't assume. out with the publisher. I was out with um, just so my outlet. Hotels, so yeah, yeah it's the, oh the in hotel. their hotel room. There, yeah. oh, I see. Right, so right. I mean, that was what made me furious. Like if I was out with Activision, for example, and I came back, you would there expect was a, there was a man with a gun yeah. in there. I'd be like, "It's Call of Duty." You know, these things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you've got a little sad-eyed World War II man in the corner. He doesn't move for the whole time, just I'm, crouched in the corner. I'm looking forward to seeing how that plays. Sadness. I'm looking forward to seeing how... You're up for the World War II card, aren't you? You know what, I, I think that a lot of it is, is interesting because it's funny how these things, you know, they, they go in cycles. So you're like, oh, okay, I could go back to Call of Duty, well, you know, World War II. Mm. But it's literally just called Call of Duty World War II. Yeah. It's like, okay, so where are we going this year? World War Two. And like they didn't even give it a name. Like before it's like World at War. Or yeah. you know, Big Red One. Well presumably or, it's been written on a wall somewhere like for the last two years. Yeah. And they've just looked at it and gone, Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I think that everyone's obviously tired of future warfare and near or far. And just like modern warfare now carries these horrible tinges of actually are we the bad guys so it's like where were we safe yeah. where do where was it fine when point was where... long enough ago yeah. that it's kind of is all world right war now. ii now comfortable nostalgia is that a worry in and of itself <laughs> i mean oh, it was, I don't, I don't like it these, was these the, wars are too real now but they, I, I want uh, it like you know biplanes well you have to go you know, a bit further back for that but call of duty yeah. cowboys the next one i call yeah, it now big time. big time but yeah cowboys you'll see no um I think you'll see any of uh, that rock star. I don't think um, so. Unless the only thing that makes me think possibly is if they enter into an agreement with anyone. I don't know why they would. Um, no. If there's anything around uh, any like like GTA Four remark, like a reissue of that or something. That was great. I was there when that came on, and that was a great moment. That was mm. really really good because it obviously looked much much better than it had on the previous console oh yeah well gta you, you, every, this is the thing like we, we've seen the pictures of red dead 2 right mm. doing the rounds and like if those are legitimate screenshots then once again you're looking at rockstar just pushing that hardware more i mean you know when gta 5 came out on those previous gen systems you're looking at going that's fucking great the screens like, are, are fairly close yeah. generally there's you know there's there's some yeah. bullshittery going on of course there's a ton you know but yeah, but generally it's uh, it's it's pretty good. Uh, I was saying on the Max Payne podcast that mm. while I was at E3 uh, a few years ago, I once saw uh, a couple of guys come out of a very discreet like screening room or uh, kind of like back little, room, the little side bits with uh, GTA Five lanyards on, and that was 2013. And just just seeing these guys just file out, with it, you know, and I think it was probably for retailers uh, with two. Right, it would have been about that. I was yeah. like, oh, what have they seen? What's what's he building in there? Basically, yeah. is the thought. And everyone went, "Fuck off, mate." I'm like, okay, so <laughs> couldn't get in, but uh, but yeah, it's it's a magical place. We're on our way there. Yeah. There's an advert in there somewhere. Nintendo, just to move on from Sony. I'll tell you what, just very quickly on Sony before we move on. Last of Us 2, we'll see more of that. Yeah. 
I think we have to. There's no way it's coming out this year, though. I mean, I, I don't believe that for a second. It, have they said it might? No. <laughs> I, 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 I'm not going to. I think everyone will be in agreement where they say, it's all right, Sony, take your time with that one. Like, but I think that first game got, got enough, you know, enough fans to just chill out a little bit there. And they probably got good enough games, you know, or like enough games coming up. Um, potential, I, I don't know, it could go either way. Um, Detroit, David Kaj, Quantity <sighs> Yeah, I mean, now, I, loved, I loved Heavy Rain, but that how, trailer did not. Do how it do people me. feel about this one? Well, I was not impressed, shall we say. Because I'm a bit hit and miss with Quantity Dream. I, I liked Fahrenheit, I liked Heavy Rain, and Beyond Two Souls made me want to throw my PS3 out of the nearest. Uh, Beyond Two Souls is like absolute garbage. And I think yeah. they're actually lucky that there's not going to be a real, a, a bigger critical re-examination of that, particularly the middle bit of it, where it's, you know, you're in certain places thinking... Is that war zone time? I no, it's when you're... Um, is it the... Uh, desert? The, the Native American... Oh, yes. The desert scenes. You're, like, you're playing it high. Oh, my. It's like like that's that's how it's framed in mm. that in that exact term. Like, uh, but I think that yeah, it's. Um, I do think that he has kind of good stuff in him, but like yeah. Kojima, someone's got to smash him over the head well, and go shut the fuck up. This is why I'm thinking maybe this that, this could be that one, couldn't it? Or it so. could be the prequel trilogy where he goes for for George Lucas and just no one's there to go. <laughs> Hang on, mate. Maybe we should not do that. No, but I think that game was beyond. Yeah, I think well, that's one where like he was, yeah. you know, no shackles, like unrestrained David Cage, just go for it, go do whatever you want, indulge yourself. And what you got was this mess of just yeah. incoherent. Like it was really like the end of it, we go to the Korean sub base. And um the thing I was I could not believe that I was I was hearing from other uh, critics, like, you know, obviously you have the little grapevine and they're like, Oh, I'm playing game X or Y and this is what I think. It's not collusion, it's just people talking. But people talk to each other, right? Yeah, I know, amazing. amazing. But I I was in this, you know, this the Korean sub base, and there was at one point you're you dress up as as a general and you have to like get through to another section of it, and you're being saluted by all these soldiers. And the the face model of the guy you're playing as is literally an American jeans model. He is the best looking American man in the world, and you're like he does not look like he should be a general in this army, just quietly. Yeah. And you're just walking, you're like, what's happening here? And so this, you know, it's just like, I've seen Robocop and Blade Runner. I'm going to do that. Right? Yeah, but I'm not, not up for a Blade Runner and Robocop game tell you what, it's I'll, done well. I'll, I'll play his games because at any rate, there's something There's something to them. There's an article in them, right? I mean, yeah. you know, for a freelance like yourself, Tom, you know, you probably get two or three articles out of that one, you know. There are some clicks. All the things he's done wrong. Nintendo. Nintendo don't show up anymore as such. Obviously, they've got stuff on the floor for journalists and for the punters that come along and, and, and stuff, but they've been doing their directs for a while, which they're like live stream uh, thingamajigs, which is good, you know, watch them wherever, sit in the hotel in your pants, scratching away, watching the new Nintendo things. Switch came out this year. Everyone, you got a Switch, Tom? Yeah. I've got a Switch. You got, yeah, you, you have a company Switch, right? Company, yeah. yeah. We all have access to Switch. We all like it? Um, yeah, I love it. I mean, normally the hardware go, you know, wears away for a mm. bit, but I always get genuinely excited playing on the train. And yeah. Clipping it out. Um, oh, the I click noise. Out. The, the, then the click noise is oh, the best. Like, yeah. That it, is the best thing. Not the best thing, yeah. but with those sorts oh, of it's things. It's the best it's, thing about it. Yeah. That, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, I. 
I've been a bit critical of Nintendo over the last uh, couple of console cycles, but they've they've smashed it. I, mm. yeah, they've absolutely smashed it. And I remember, you know, going Meh, when all those lifestyle adverts, because that's what a lot of companies do. They have lifestyle adverts, whereas yeah. you know, and the people, Switch was very heavily like that. Obviously, yeah. Oh, we're playing like Mario Kart yeah. on you know in a train, but it's happening. And yeah. if, you know, fair play to them. As soon as you get one in your hands, as long as it's not like the John Major grey one, as long as it's a neon one. Like, why would you buy a console that literally looks... Some people like the grey ones. Have you got a grey one? I've got a grey one. I've got right, listen. <laughs> anyway, Mike, who's this guy? Yeah. Um, but no, it's it's fantastic. And I think uh, like it's already changed a lot of mindsets from people I talk to about how they use, how they play video games. All I want now, it's killed me. All I want is Pez. I'll buy one for Pez. For Pe- Pez on Switch? Well, it's going to yeah. have FIFA, isn't it? A FIFA, yeah. Whether it's going to be FIFA 18 or a proper FIFA, like FIFA football was on the Vita, isn't it? Was like it's a a whole lot. Listen, I played that a lot. I know you played it a lot as well. I've got 13 still in store. Oh, I've got 13 in my Vita. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's fine for on the move. I mean, FIFA on the 3DS was garbage though. The the whole weird. Do you ever see that? Different perspective, like you can't face it. It was very very bad game. But fair Um, play, they've smashed it. And what I want is for them to come out this year and go. These are the new games we've got. Yeah, well, that's these what are, has these to the happen now, right? Games, not yeah. just you know, Mario Kart has done really well, and that's a. I mean, I I was a bit cynical about it because it just seemed like a cash grab, but well, it is people, that as well. Is, yeah, I know, but but they've done enough basically, yeah. and so yeah, I would love it to just have a few of the games that I would get on my PS4 or mm-hmm. Scorpio or PS5 or fucking whatever. The so fuck you want to see called. more more of the kind of third party cross platforms coming over to it that that. We don't know them. I mean, we've seen all that. We've seen that picture, that kind of yeah, with all the, the thing with all the different. And, and they yeah. have those all the Bioshock I mean, on Vita. Do you remember that one? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, the thing is, but the reason a lot, I think a lot third of companies parties, involved, though, aren't there? A lot of companies. Well, yeah, there's people like the from Switch, the software yeah. on there. From you wouldn't software expect, on there. But yeah. The reason I think third parties might—I know everyone says it's every Nintendo console, but the reason I think third parties might actually deliver on the Switch is because it's the first Nintendo console where third parties have a reason to be there because yeah. it does offer something genuinely different. Yeah. I was playing Persona 5 on PS4 and since getting a Switch I've just been like, oh. That's the it, one, isn't I, it? Yeah, I wish this was on the Switch. Like, yeah. I don't really want to put 100 hours here. I, I think that's, take it with that's, me. that's because of kind of hardware associations as well, isn't it? because yeah. so many of us played Persona 4 Golden on the Vita yeah. and we're just yeah, used yeah. to that being something you had on the move, just hanging out at home in bed. You didn't have to turn everything on for it. It was just there. And yeah, but there's something weird about turning on Persona 5 and like kind of settling down for a session when you just want to, you know, you can't just lie down on your back, you know, you, you want to, you've got to pay attention to the TV. But, you know, they, they, I mean, ARMS is imminent, right? Sort of motion control. Apparently it's best played without it being in motion controls. I quite I'm, like I'm the motion controls. I, I think they're I fun, it. Yeah. fun for, you know, for just testing out, but apparently it's a lot more accurate if you use a pro controller, if you've got the, you know, okay. extra, extra controller there. Um, What's this called? A Splatoon? Yeah. Two, of course, more of the same there, which is fine. Worked well the first time. Why not do it more? Um, we're going to have to see more Mario, aren't we, though? Mario Odyssey. Yeah. yeah, yeah with yeah. his sentient hat thing, which rarely. <laughs> and him, in, him in real life. I'm not, I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, that still looks weird. I rewatched the trailer, like the first reveal yeah. trailer this morning. And as soon as you see Mario skipping with two, like, proper humans next to him yeah. it's like what it's the Simpsons what, episode where what are you Homer goes into 3D yes. reality isn't it everyone goes never do, is it Treehouse of Horror it's like never, it's do, one of never the do that again yeah. never do that again but I really want them to have a, a good one because uh, I want to pick up a Switch at the moment there's just not enough mm-hmm. that interests me although I'm not really a big Zelda player but 
having seen quite a lot of it, having seen business partners playing it or whatever, it's like, you know what? That does actually look Fancy, fucking amazing. Fancy it, yeah. And it's one of those games that started uh, like, like a Hitman or other games of that ilk where a lot of people just talking about how they've done stuff. Mm-hmm. And that always interests me. It's, uh, oh, I managed to solve this by doing X or Y. And you're like, you know what? That yeah. is really, or like just jumping over the puzzles. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, I really hope that what they've, they've got... Strange like, parallel, Hitman and Breath of the Wild. But they, allow, but they yeah. allow you to... Yeah. I mean, they're both these kind of... Go your own way playgrounds. Yeah, exactly. It's like systemic playgrounds. Like there's a lot of Metal Gear Five in Breath of the Wild to me as well. How you run around doing things. Mercifully short. Why did no one tell me that? I'm gonna buy buy now. I love Metal Gear Solid Five. It's got a lot of problems, mainly you know with people not wearing enough clothes and how the camera treats a lot of people. Yeah, how people breathe. Exactly. Not Not finishing the story. Exactly. But in the like in the moment, as it were, the 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 second to second or minute to minute Mm. gameplay is just unbelievable and i get the feeling that zelda has exactly that because people they are just they they can't wait to tell you about it and it's not the same as old zeldas where it's like oh i really liked it because you know it had this story everyone has this shared experience of a certain dungeon yeah because it plays the same you know they're like oh and i did it like this you know who are you firstly stop coming out to me in the pub and telling me about (laughs) zelda (laughs) but yes i don't know i think if they got if they got something else that's anywhere near that well it's going to be DLC, isn't there? This story DLC for Zelda. Yeah, but I don't want that. (laughs) Yeah, I appreciate that. But like, if you're in my position, I don't know if you're the same time where you finished Zelda, the new Zelda, and then you're thinking, I'd like more more of that, please. A bit like The Witcher 3 was a couple of years ago. Then you got those two great Witcher expansions. And obviously, Nintendo said, buy your pass, by the end of the year, you get a whole new story content. I really want this E3 to tell me what that is. And if it definitely will. If it's, yeah, yeah, if it is, you play a Zelda. That's huge. That's it. That's, That's huge. Because like Breath of the Wild, all right, you play as Link, but it's not really Link's story. And there's a whole about a whole bunch of it, obviously, where you know you're aware of what Zelda what the hell's Zelda been up to the whole time? Like I know, oh she's been fighting Ganon in there, has she? What you know, she's always I, I would love that, you know, because obviously those flashbacks are all in that world, all those memories in that world. There's a lot you could do as Zelda. We know we learn a lot about her little like her relationship with the king and stuff with her dad in that game. And I would just love that story DLC to play, right? Right. Now you're Zelda. Like Link is your underling. Like, you know, he's your little servant boy, effectively. Mm. And that'd be so cool. I mean, that's the thing. Everyone was always like, oh, Switch lineup's terrible. There's not going to be enough. But I mean, I haven't actually finished Zelda. I'm 50 hours through and I still haven't done the main story. Well, hopefully that was vague enough for you. Yeah, yeah. No, no, sorry. I'm, I'm playing it for the gameplay. I did, I did like. I got, I got to about 90 hours. I think it was about, about 85, 90 hours. And, I, and I'd done only two of the Divine Beasts. Yeah. And I was like, I've got, I've got to just go for it. So the rest was just like, by that point, I was practically invincible. You know, Link was... All the hearts. The, the, all the hearts. Yeah. Like I, had the, I had the Master Sword. I had the Hyrule Shield. Have you got the Hyrule Shield yet? No. The thing is, go I get that. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking about. You know, people just get oh, lost in, these, you know, in, in, in the, in the minutiae of the fucking game. And fair enough. Well done, Nintendo. I'm going to explode into dust from having admitted that. So people listening aside, like, I could see you wince as you say that. It's a bit like Martin. You're just waiting for the sniper you know, to shoot you like, right hands, now. Your hand's fading away like back to the future now. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to drop the mic. In an old video game of fight where I'm just, I'm just gone. But, yeah. uh, <laughs> but I think that they've got the potential to really actually steal 
uh, E3, Ooh. Nintendo. Um, I mean, the thing is, uh, what's really interesting about Super Mario Odyssey, what we've seen about it, is it actually has quite a similar approach to Breath of the Wild. Like, it's an open world hub, and it's the first time Nintendo's kind of taken the big franchises and made them kind of open world. So, right. be really interested to see if they use this scope for something like a Metroid or I don't know, even a Donkey Ooh, Kong. Or, even I was excited about that. Like, um, yeah, I think Nintendo have, uh, you know, they said. Miyamoto said he mastered Unreal Engine 4 and stuff, which is something Nintendo normally do their own weird shit, yeah, their yeah. own engine. So I feel like they're really in key with the rest of the industry now, which has yeah. never really happened. Yeah, I mean, I suppose that you know you could see that with the mobile movements they've done as well. You know, just actually sort of going, you know, what? Well, yeah, we are in our own little world, and that's great, and that's why we love them. But at the same time, accepting these other things, and I love the fact that like their first kind of big proper open world game, this Breath of the World. Like, okay, yeah, we've seen what other stuff is going on. Then they've just like spanked all those other things. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, you want to yeah. go back to Skyrim after playing Zelda. It's garb. I guess we'll see that as well. On a Switch. Like Skyrim on a Switch will probably be given a release date, probably this E3. Is there anything else coming up in terms of third parties for Switch? Monster Hunter. Mon- oh, shit. Just confirmed yeah. the other day. Monster Hunter, yeah. Um, we just saw the. Get a bit smaller, but the successor to I Am Set Soon is coming there. If you like your JRPGs, oh yes, the Tokyo RPG Factory. Isn't yeah. It? yeah, yeah, that's the one. I mean, to be honest, I'd like to think that there'll be some nice third party announcements because you can't really ignore the sales. I mean, even something half-assed like a uh, Dark Souls One and Two collection. Yeah, great. I'd play that on the go. Oh yeah, um, this is the thing. It's going to allow people to revisit stuff that maybe they didn't get. It's really hard to find time to sit down and con- you know do a concentrated console session. It really you know, for any any grown adults really you know so that but the switch is cha- like you said about switch changing how people play games like me just having like an hour and a half on a train yeah. like you know here and back from Lon- london to home that's like the best part of three hours i can spend on a game where i'm basically doing nothing else and i can't do much else and it's, it's you're perfect. looking out the window the wonderful scenery well usually like you know crack a travel beer or something that makes it even better <laughs> makes it even better mario kart and a travel beer is just Fantastic. Thank you very much. If Jeremy Corbyn's trying to find a seat, you can give him a controller, play a bit of Mario Kart. Over, yeah. Get some Ultra Street Fighter 2 on the go. He always chooses Dalsim. I don't know what that says about the man, but... Um, very I lo- political, Michael. I love, I love these political inserts. Anyone would think we had a general election coming up in the UK? If this was the American podcast, they'd be like, Banging on about it, I'm sure, but you know, I'm trying to, trying to keep politics Yeah, but they're podcast. trying to keep that down now, aren't they, after the marked well, embarrassment of uh, what's happened. We see what happened there. Um, Speaking of politics, everyone's getting annoyed about Far Cry 5, showing uh, all the villains being angry uh, fundamentalist Christians. Angry, potentially. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Austin wrote a really good piece, actually, uh, based on a preview he saw, um, which is on waypoint.vice.com. Remember, we do have a website. Uh, it's very good. You should read it. It is uh, good he, he, He's seen quite a, by, by the sound of things, quite a lot of that game. Because it's only out in February. Only out in February. But that's not that no. far away, yeah, is that's it? that's not at all. No. I don't really think they need to show much more at E3, do they, Far Cry? They probably will. I mean, that and Assassin's Creed. Play. Play to game it'll, be, be, yeah, it'll be the, the classic like Far Cry 3 and 4 reveals. Because they've got, yeah, they've got that. They've got Assassin's Creed. They've got the Mario Rabbids game. Yes. That we're talking about Nintendo. Which doesn't exist, apparently. And then, wait a minute. Which, it does exist. Oh, and now the internet is melting down. Fantastic, which is wasn't it? Great. You know, yeah, there were the various... You know reports about this thing happening. Yeah. A couple of people who do very great work in, in 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 you know the games media like had got wind of this or certainly thought it was and put piece put their pieces together and said there's going to be a Mario Rabbids game. No, get up, shut up, you know, get out of here. And lo and behold, it's amazing that isn't it? the vindicated. people who actually work in the industry may may not always, but may have someone who, <laughs> who may tell them about on. some of these things. And yeah, then, actually have an uncle that works in Nintendo. Yeah, legitimately. 
so it was at the uh, yeah, I was um, speaking to my friends who works in Nintendo, and I was like, "Shit, you're you're going to be the guy." You're going to be the dad works in Nintendo. You know, you're going to be the uncle works. In, you know, you're going to be all those guys. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> like, that's pretty neat. That's pretty neat. Um, so we did Activision. Is there going to be any more Destiny? Destiny too. Yeah, I've booked in to play it. Okay, they're showing um, it's going to be that. They just did a reveal. Though. It's one of these yeah, things that's so close to E3. I'm going to play exactly the same thing at that event. But um, I mean, to be honest, I was a bit disappointed with it. I put yeah. quite a lot of hours into Destiny 1, but I always felt that Destiny was held back by the hardware. And Destiny 2, you know, it's feature just this, these. this generate Because it's cross-generation last time, yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, exactly. And obviously, like, you know, without getting too nerdy, you know, limited pool of RAM and all this, you know, holding it back. So I was really hoping there'd be these huge grand environments, sprawling missions, but just looked a bit prettier, the new UI. So I was a bit... Yeah. Still going to do absolute gangbusters, isn't that? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, gonna, I mean, it's for me, it's always just been like, you know, the gun collection game, right? That's why people love uh, it. It's gear I, and guns, right? Yeah. Fair play. It doesn't do it for me, but people love it. Fair play to how that game evolved, you know. It's, when I reviewed the... The, the base game I gave it mm. a 7 and I was like you know what it's, it's really fun shooting stuff but there's not enough stuff to shoot basically and then after yeah. a while that was before they even had any of the kind of real raid stuff uh, come in but yeah Destiny 2 a lot of people are really excited about Destiny 2 and now it's you know it's kind of easy it was easy with the first one to be like mm. <laughs> I wonder I wonder but, if Destiny 2 being there will lead Microsoft to not show any new Halo I mean, I don't d- suppose it matters these I days, but of course, fun, you know, Destiny yeah. is effectively those. They can show guys. a tiny bit of um, to do more. A, a tiny teaser, and then they don't. I mean, unless they're going head to head on the show floor, yeah, where people can play both, which ain't going to be the case. Exactly. No, yeah. no. I mean, that's never the case. Um, no. Might see more Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Come on, I mean, now. yeah, CD, we've CD seen CD nothing projects. of that. I mean, Come it's on. been a long while. Show something, haven't they? Which is kind of. Done for now. Witcher Gwent, 4. Gwent is happening. Witcher 4. Well, they... No, surely the, not. There won't be a Witcher 4, but there, there's going to be a Siri game, isn't there? there has to, I think there's going to be a Siri game. And what with Netflix picking up The Witcher now, if you've got the rights to that game series, you're thinking, Now's we the time. truck on and we do something else Now's here. Now's the time, yeah. Um, especially because Siri... I mean, I say Siri game, I wrote about this, I've written about this a couple of times, how they should do this. Siri is the star of those books maybe more than Geralt is Geralt's the obvious video game character he's the one that goes off on the adventures but Siri is the kind of super you know super powered child of prophecy or whatever like who is effectively at the center of a lot of the quests a lot of what you do even in Witcher 3 you know it's all about finding her is this sure. another Zelda Link situation this is what we're saying yeah. possibly possibly you do get to actually play as Siri a little bit in the Witcher 3 though but I mean I, I think for CD Projekt to do something on the Witcher again soon would be good, but it depends how far along Cyberpunk is. Because I mean, they've released so much DLC, though. I think it's actually it would be alright to give it a breather. Not, oh yeah, not yeah, that yeah. I, yeah. I, I don't, I don't before, expect but... to see anything more to like 2019 or something. <laughs> you know, I mean, God knows. Until, that, 27, well, there's, there's, there's right? no date on that Netflix Witcher show, is there? It's just like we are doing this, yeah. and, and like there's no casting done yet. So you got to think, all right, it's 2017. That's probably 2019, isn't it? For a... I mean, has it just literally been options? Like Netflix have said they're doing it. Yeah, but I mean, a lot of like I mean, I in, the, in the ye olden yeah, days, yeah, yeah. you know, and by that I mean like five years ago, you yeah. would option a book or. Well, whatever, it could it could be like, a case they wait. Forward. It could the be Halo the, movie. They yeah, wrote well, Alex Garland wrote a script for apparently a million dollars. How many things has Alex Garland written that hasn't been projected? That don't have a, an ending. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. Um, 
maybe Netflix will wait and see how the Castlevania thing does. Maybe with the gaming crew. No. So they, they've got the Castlevania cartoon, isn't it? Or yeah, animated series, I mean, which has just had its first trailer out in the world, I think. Looks vampire-y. Anime-esque. Yeah. Anime vampires. Yeah. That's a recipe for success, isn't yeah. it? There's a lot of people that... Anime vampires with old school video game franchise attached. Boom, money. Thank you very much, probably. And I don't Works know. for me. I mean, speaking of which, I mean, Konami actually woke up and released the game, Bomberman, Super Bomberman R, and surprisingly, it did really well. So I'm wondering if, with Castlevania coming out, they might go, oh, another classic Nintendo franchise... Castlevania on Switch. New Castlevania on Switch, yeah. yeah. Or even... Yeah, new Castlevania. Some, the new Castlevania. Like, like the Geordie Shaw cast have to go. <laughs> you know what? I fucking play that. But look, like, if, that, if that's not a sketch somewhere... One of these, they have to go and rescue it, Scotty T. It has, from, to, it has uh, to be done. Something involving, you know, twin... It won't be Onstein and Smo, will it? It'll be like PJ and Duncan you have to face off against. DJ Dracula coming in. Exactly. Be good. Exactly. Coming, yeah. That, well, you know, this this studio's up in Newcastle, right? Reflections up yeah. there. Get Ubi on the case. They'll do that. They'll do it for free. I'm sure they will. Um, they've got nothing else going on. I'm absolutely certain of that. Um, <laughs> got loads going on. Um, but Cyberpunk, I guess we've got to see more of that, right? You know, they've CD Projekt have said, we're not doing any more Witcher, we're working on Cyberpunk. This is the time to go, hey, look, we've done this. Like, it exists. It's not just a trailer now with the lady with the weird spider stabby arms. I mean, if Microsoft were clever, they'd get that as an exclusive for the Scorpio because I'm sure it'd be a really good-looking game and, you know, it's a bit new. Imagine if that does come out as a, as a platform, as a console exclusive. The amount... Oh, that, that, the salty be, tears that'll that be will very bad. the internet. Those are always the best bits of E3. Very, very bad. You have to remember there's a lot of cool stuff to play. There's a lot of good times to be had with, you know, people who are like-minded or work, you know, colleagues or, you know work your contemporaries but a lot of e3 is about soaking in the tears of of people who are you know maybe you're in a, a conference room with mm. them and suddenly you know your friend's a big nintendo fan and something is now exclusive and then you just see the heartbreaking it's great it's the simpsons thing right yeah but it's like that every every hour of the day it's fantastic I choo, so, choo, choo, choose yeah. you exactly sony Exactly. For a timed release. Exactly. So timed you can, exclusive. you know, you, it, it's great. It's absolutely, and there will be fuck ups. There will be great announcements. There will be bad toilets. But mainly, <laughs> there will be people who are upset. And you can, you know, you can walk around, just see people I, look dazed. Like, I say like, in the toilets, most likely, I'm guessing. I mean, well, I mean, that, that's a given. That's dazed a given. in the, ugh, horrible. Um, I would wrap it there, but just very quickly, you know, if I throw some names that you hear like what what, what do you say Battlefront 2 are we going to see more about, we'll yes. see more about that yes definitely of course does anyone care people happy about Battlefront 2 I am. you're well into it yeah you know you what know uh, good I mean it's a new Star Wars film coming up I think the campaign is what excites me I mean the last yeah. one was a bit average but uh, Spec Ops The Lion Rider doing it I don't know it could be cool um, I'm, yeah I'm ready to be excited optimistic yeah. I like optimistic. the last one yeah. I'm like, I'm I think a... the last one was good Good foundations for doing a much and it looked better. great yeah. it did look oh yeah great. I mean it did look incredible um Metal Gear Survive? Uh, see, like, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Like, see what see what it's got. But yeah. I mean, is you know, it's not Metal. Is our, it, our daggers out anyway because of situations that have played out in the past. Yeah, like, of course it starts are. from the bottom. Yeah, this, of course. It? Like, you know, of course but I mean, as Steve was saying, there is a really great gameplay foundation in Metal Gear Five, and having yeah. it as a, as a pure co op game, it could actually be a lot of fun. But 
it's just we all know that it's just a way to recoup all their sunken costs. And it, all, <laughs> it, all just, it all just stinks and is a bit weird, but it could be fun despite that. I, I don't know. We'll see. Fun Metal Gear. Fun, um, a couple of, couple of potential... Again, I'm reading, you know, I've got my ear to the grapevine. Did you put your ear to the grapevine? <laughs> That's the song, right? Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Probably. I, mean, I heard it. You, you so have to I hear it, right? If you're drunk um, enough. <laughs> so I've read that maybe there might be, well, Bethesda apparently have like an area, right? A shoulder yeah. the area. And they've, some of those areas are unconfirmed. Under construction. Right, under construction. Wolfenstein yeah. and Elder Scrolls. Wolfenstein so 2, probably. yeah, for sure. Evil Within 2, there was a listing, a job listing yeah. for that was somewhere. There. Okay. The Evil Within. That doesn't I mean, sound super exciting. I was hoping, I'm hoping for I new I like Evil Within. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong. Like that's that's that was you know that was awesome. And the boys, it, the boy yeah. was making it. So is he yeah. making two? Shinji. Yeah. That's. Yeah. I, I, do you think there'll be something brand new and possibly from Bioware as well? I've seen rumors of, well, not rumors. People have been saying that Bioware, maybe they've even announced themselves have a new IP that they've been working on for quite a few years. Well, I know they've been doing the Star Wars games. I mean, I asked EA incessantly if uh, if it was going to be there, and I can't play it. They definitely said there's nothing playable from Bioware, but they might show... I mean, it's about time we saw the other Star Wars games people were working on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and a good, yeah, a good, you know, good time to, to do it. Um, I mean, anything else? Anything that you're going to see, Tom, with your bookings that you're really excited about? Well, I've got... Um, there's some mystery games from Capcom and a mystery game from Square. I don't a know mystery what game are. from Capcom. Yeah, I don't know what Marvel versus Capcom no. Mobile. <laughs> I mean, I reckon Devil May Cry 5 is going to be one of them. I, mean, I can't think okay. what else they'd bring out that would be big. Uh, they're doing a, an HD Not... port of Dragon's Dogma. There could be a sequel to that. Yeah. I no. very much doubt that game will get a sequel. <laughs> Alas for the people who love it, not enough people loved it to, uh, you know, it's one of those, isn't it? It's true, it's true. I mean... Yeah, I mean, with Square, aren't Square doing a Marvel game as well? Didn't they announce that a few months ago? Like a really yeah, brief was. trailer. So yeah. maybe, maybe yeah. that's it. I don't know, but I don't know what shape that could be. That could be interesting. A proper, not not to uh, to shit all over Marvel versus Capcom, but you know, not a fighting game, a kind of Marvel adventure game. Could yeah, be cool. yeah, could be interesting. Well, Marvel yeah. versus Capcom, obviously, they'll have more there of that. Yeah. I mean, that's out September, September, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's as good as done. And the, the people, the fighting game people, like the fighting game people, you know, the, the, <laughs> the, the proper fighting game fans I know who've who've played Marvel Capcom Infinite, they love it. You know, they, they I mean, I'm not a fighting game fan, but I, I played it and loved it. To be honest, it was yeah. much better than I thought it was going to be. It was yeah. really, really well. Those games, you know, it's heritage there, isn't it? They're not going to they're not going to mess that up at all. Yeah. You, you've been missing the, the biggest game in the show, isn't it? Pro Evolution Soccer 2018. <laughs> Yet another year passes where where the better football game remains the underdog. I suppose. Uh, well, that. Although, what are FIFA going to do? You know, they the did same. they did the Tons journey money, last year. Um, maybe there'll be a VR experience the journey VR around look at the locker room oh imagine imagine if it was a case of playing just a normal FIFA game and then you had to like quickly stop put your headset on and like like headmaster you know that headmaster game that's what I was going to say you have to like score the winner with a VR header FIFA scenario mode with headmaster sort of uh, Mm. tracking I'd go for that yeah. Football manager VR from Sega could be cool. Those spreadsheets, but exactly. Closer, you know? And then and then someone well, comes in and, right and, and calls you a dickhead yeah. in, a, in so, a press conference. You're yeah. like, all right, all right. This is a, you know, no wonder oh, they're stressed all the time. You feel the spit <laughs> coming down the camera <laughs> yeah. in front of you. It's good. Get to go into the locker room and it all steams up. That's, uh, that's nice. It's hot in there. The lads uh, have been running I just, around. I, I was only um, going to talk that, about the we yeah. There you go. Um, I did put PC down here. There's a PC. Um, show as there is the last few years that promises exclusives yeah any any 
care there for what those PCs... No, not to like shit on people who play PC games exclusively, but you know, E3 doesn't really have that level of excitement for PC games, does it? No, I mean, I, to be honest, I can't think of any any huge uh, PC exclusives outside of MMOs and strategy games. Yeah. Maybe we'll get a City Skylines 2, maybe there'll be a new right. civilization. Uh, yeah, I mean, maybe there'll be some... Uh, maybe DayZ will finally be released about eight years later. Who knows? I mean... Yeah, could be, could be, could be. But we, we, we haven't got long to find out. No. By the ne- next, by the next time the UK podcast runs, E3 will have happened. So this is it. This is your one Dangerous shot. Dangerously close. Yeah. Dangerous. Thinking. Close. Tell me about for it. Thinking about what might happen at E3. Uh, just before we wrap, guys. I mean, uh, new you know, current games exist. Uh, have you been playing current games that you know that are actually out now? Yeah, I've been playing Rhyme, and uh, actually. I went to play it initially in February and I was really disappointed because, uh, yeah, I'd been anticipating it for a long time. I'd imagined this kind of masterful blend of like Journey and Zelda and it wasn't really that. It was really subtle and beautiful and a bit a bit chilled, more of a puzzle game. But um, coming back to it now, knowing what it is, I actually love it. It's a really unique, interesting game. Well, I'm the uh, the dissenting voice to that because I played it all the way through and didn't like it very much at yeah. all <laughs> because it just felt like a tribute act to me. But have you seen this game, Steve? Uh, I've seen you talking about it at length on Twitter uh, about how you played oh, yeah. the preview. My disappointment of the year. Yeah. Uh, no, I've not had a chance yeah. to uh, play it. And uh, the last game that I bought was uh, Wolfenstein because it's on sale now. Fair enough. On... Uh, I, really, I didn't like the new, uh, the, the the, new order, but the, well, the old blood is as well. It's so like yeah. you get both of them for eight quid. Uh, I didn't much like in the first instance uh, TNO, but I thought, you know what, it's three pounds mm. twenty nine. You know, give it another go or whatever. So um, yeah, but I really liked the old blood. Really liked it. It just felt a bit more compact, felt a bit less so, of those laser sequences. You know, that little handheld fucking ray gun shit. But um, you're really on the pulse these days, Steve. Uh, you know what? I don't have to be. It's great. <laughs> I'm going to turn up at E3 and just move around. Fantastic. Just go, what's this? Exactly. I'll be like, toner. oh, I don't know what this thing is anymore. It's fantastic. You might yeah. find a Kane and Lynch 3 there on Switch. Oh, yeah. there it is. That's the, the dream. Lynch it? That yeah. is the dream. Oh. Steve, step in here. We've got something to show you. But uh, no, I am now in like full Steam work mode mm. uh, before it all happens. And then... Hopefully, I'm going to get to see loads of really cool shit. So that's what we're all hoping for: cool shit this E3. So yeah, um, where can people find you? Find gentlemen on the Twitters and things, or mainly the Twitters, where they can send you lovely messages of support. So I'm uh, at Grape Dos Mill, which is a super weird uh, username. But Grape Dos Mill. Yeah, it's uh, a play on a glass jaw song. I was about to say yeah, it's a glass jaw reference, oh, no. isn't it? Started go. him off now. Oh, <laughs> Ape Dos Mill, wasn't it? There's, yeah, there we go. That was Grape Dos Mill. I was watching uh, the video for Cosmopolitan Blood Loss the other day because it's got um, Vincent Gallo Vincent in it. Yeah. In yeah. it. He's, he's like he plays the Richard Ashcroft uh, role in that in the verse bit of Sweet Symphony, but in a slightly angrier way. Yeah. Uh, I thought his career was just completely ruined after the Brown Ballet. This was it's like 2002 or something. Oh right. So it's, yeah. I mean, no, I don't know. They, were, I don't, they know. don't really exist anymore. Do they? Last year, I saw them last year, and then they just oh they, they do. Just do their own oh, okay. thing. They just oh, do their own anyway. Thing. There you go. Grape Dos Mill. There we go. At on the Twitter, Steve. Uh, at the Steve Bernio. And then for the podcast and everything at Jim Burns Dave. Yes, I listened to your most recent podcast on that actually. You're talking about Alien Covenant. Yeah. Oh. And I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but I've 
listened to and read loads of stuff, I've totally ruined it for myself. Yeah. Yet I still want to go and see it. Go and see it because it's totally weird and very shite in a lot of ways, but yeah. just just watchable. Just, you know, for that middle moment uh, section of the movie where you, as I said in the With other the podcast, flute. where you go, oh, what the fuck is going on? And then you just imagine Ridley Scott somewhere sitting on a pile of money going, <laughs> 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 you're like, you know what? Fucking fair play. The first hour was really good, though. Oh, my God. The so first good. hour was really good. It's so good. It's so bad. <laughs> There's so much... Right, I'm not going to get into it. I'm not oh, going to get into it. But it's, 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 it's terrible. You should listen to that, it that podcast. It's a good podcast. It's probably um, Andy you, Kelly approved. Uh, oh, the alien liker. <laughs> the alien liker himself. Uh, you can find Waypoint at Waypoint on Twitter, Waypoint Vice on Facebook and on Twitch. All that good stuff. You can find the website itself, uh, waypointvice.com. We write articles, we do podcasts, we do video stuff, streams, all that good stuff. And that's where it all kind of gets dumped at the end of the day. Uh, you can subscribe to our <laughs> podcasts on iTunes. This one, the Waypoint UK podcast, and also Waypoint Radio, which is twice a week from the US. Or you can find them on any of your kind of uh, podcast provision platforms. The next Waypoint UK podcast is on June the 15th. It'll be myself and guests potentially at least one we're going to be talking about daddies daddies the source that's it possibly the source possibly john terry who can say until the day itself he was dad of the year a few years ago mate dad of the year john terry (laughs) i'm out dad of the year (laughs) mike drop see you later everyone thanks for listening ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com. <laughs>